0: The following program does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of WFMD. Welcome to the Faith Debate on News Radio 930 WFMD. Today we're going to be talking about deliverance ministry. Can a Christian be demonized by an evil spirit, oppressed, possessed? What's the Bible say? We'll find out today with. My esteemed colleagues, Daniel Razvi. He's pastor with a church in the northern end of Frederick County. It's a house church um, that uh, his father's involved with, too, but his dad's not on the panel today. Uh, Imran's absent today. But they uh, have a ministry called Conquered by Love Ministries, and they're online at conqueredbylove.org. David Forsey back for some more abuse this week. He's a pastor of the Unnamed House Church in southern Frederick County. I'm the pastor of a church in central Frederick County. Our church is called Household of Faith in Christ. Find us online at householdoffaithinchrist.com. And if you go there, you'll find uh, some information about all, all three of the churches represented on this show. You'll be able to easily link to all of my social media, uh, to the Faith Debate Show itself, for that matter. And uh, all, all the sermons are archived there, and, uh, and, and I've vetted some Christian resources. You're like, I want to learn more about this Christian stuff, but I'm not sure who to trust. Uh, there's some good, helpful links there that I've already vetted for you, so you know that it's going to be... I don't know that I agree with every single little jot and tittle of what these resources have to say, but 99.9-something percent of the time, they're right on the money, so I, I would count that as trustworthy. Anyway, that's all available at householdoffaithinchrist.com. So, deliverance ministry. I've been a Christian for a long time. I've been in leadership for, you know, you know, almost a couple of decades now. I've been... <laughs> Been a pastor, uh, variety, what uh, three, four churches now over the past uh, how many years? I got eight years, whatever it is. I never once had to deal with this question ever until just a few months ago, and I've had to deal with it multiple times since.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is going on? Have you guys had to deal with this? Have you ever had somebody come to you and say, I, I think uh, I've got a demon. I think I'm being oppressed by a demon. I think, a, I think a, a demon's taking over my body. Anything like that? Have you ever had to deal with that? Uh,
1: man, I, so a couple different things. Um, So in in as as a believer saying this, somebody who believes that they're saved saying this, right, that's turn my mouth off.
2: Yes. To to clarify, because there's plenty of people that come to that realization that they have. a.
0: And you know know, what? And maybe we should start there real quick. All of us. I I think I could speak for us just before you hold your thought for half a second. I think all of us would agree the demonic is real. There's a spiritual war. Yes. Demonic possession can happen. Right. Yes. So we're all on that page. So yeah, more specifically the question is a Christian or somebody professing claiming to be a Christian coming to you and saying I think I have a demon. I'm e-, and and they have different language. There's a whole I've come to learn. There's a whole like thing out there and they don't call it being possessed, it's being oppressed. And they define their different. But anyway, you were about to say.
1: Uh yeah, so in uh I went to I went to Bible college and uh, there were some people going to college there that uh that would talk about deliverance ministry. So so I've it's something that I've I've heard of um and then I've also, you know, I've also read some articles and things that that caught my eye over the years. Um you know, uh, about the idea of about pastors who have interacted with people who say that they're Christians and um have you ever
0: had an individual themselves come and say uh,
1: But that? No, I've, no, I've not had a, a personal interaction with... Have you ever had
0: somebody who was interested someone. in joining your church ask you if you guys engage in deliverance? Because I have now. No. I, I'm telling you, I never had to deal with it ever. And, well, probably six months ago is when it first started to become a thing within my ministry, if you will. I've had to deal with it on multiple fronts... And uh, I don't want to get into too many details on the, on the radio show, although if you guys are interested, we could talk later off the air about some of this stuff. David and I actually have had some conversations yeah. about this already. Um, I had somebody who, who was interested in joining House of the Faith in Christ, and the most pressing question he wanted to know was if we had a drum kit. No, I'm kidding. He, he wanted to know. <laughs> I know somebody who made a church decision based on that. Sure. I do, too. So anyway, but he wanted to know if we did deliverance ministry. And I said, well, you know, define that for me, explain what you mean. And, uh, and he went on to explain what he meant, and he wasn't as direct in defining it as he might have been. And so I said, look, if it, I mean, if somebody is possessed, we'll deal with it. <laughs> You know what I mean? We will yep. we will pray against it. We will do everything we you cast know, it out. We will do everything we can to cast it out in the name of Jesus Christ. And but it's not like a regular thing because we have a small church. I mean, on a good week of a dozen people, <laughs> and all of them are professing believers. And I think most of them are probably believers. You know, I can only God can know for sure. But uh, so the odds of us having a possession in our midst seems pretty slim. So it's not something we're doing every weekend. You know what I mean? And he's like, and basically I could tell right then I lost him. We continued to talk for a while. And that's like a central important thing to him. Mm-hmm. And I came to find out later why it's so important to him. Is he's big into the deliverance ministry and churches doing that because he feels like he has demons. So he is a guy who has demons. So, so he says, he is a guy who says, so how me get my head around this? Mm-hmm. He claims to be a Christian, claims to have demons. And at the same time, claims to help cast out demons from other Christians who have demons.
1: So, What is that? In in claiming to be a Christian, is he claiming to be filled with the Holy Spirit?
0: I would think by definition the answer would be yes, but I don't know if I specifically (laughs) asked him that question. Hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Not uh, him. Somebody else I did talk to about, and I said, look, you can't be possessed as a Christian because you're indwelt by the Holy Spirit. You know, there's not, there's not, there's not correct.
1: enough room in this
0: town for the both of us. You know, it's, it's, you got that's, one or the other. You don't have both. That's not possible. That, that's
2: correct, but it's an oversimplification. I really do think so. Um, so I'm, I'm actually going to uh, push back a little bit okay. on your assumption that a Christian cannot be affected physically, emotionally, and and so oh, I, on. I, I, I'm not saying Oppressed, that. Oppressed, as they say, by a demon, multiple demons while being indwelled by the Holy Ghost.
0: Okay, so by your understanding, because I'm not disagreeing with anything you said so far, but now, because I've said words almost exactly like that, and I got this kind of pushback. What what I'm talking about is um, I'm oppressed by the demons, and when I'm oppressed by the demons, they cause my body to move uncontrollably and make me say things that aren't coming from me. Mm -hmm. It's speaking through me. That doesn't seem like being oppressed to me. That sounds like being possessed. They've taken possession of your body, of your vocal cords, of your whatever. Are so, you agreeing with me on that, or you're gonna? You, I, 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 I guess I would have to have more context and
2: more details before I would be able to unequivocally say something. Because let, let's let's step back to something a little bit less um, extreme than that example, and just talk about actions in general. Um, we have. Not all sin is directly caused by Satan in this world. Right. However, Satan does encourage and also cause um, sinful activity. Mm-hmm. We have a sin nature, and our sin nature is going to cause us to want to do certain things and so on. And Satan and the demonic uh, you know, minions, as you were, are perfectly capable of egging us on to complete those actions that we actually had in our sin nature as wanting to do. And then you, it's easy to justify later and say, oh, yeah, Satan made me do it. Well, you were going to do that, and he just encouraged you. But the, but there is the thing. I mean, the, just read the book of Job. We have a great example there of, first of all, a very different picture of heaven um, than, than you might. Come up with a, a reading a, a storybook in uh, a, a basic Christian theology, but I mean, Satan's going up and talking to God, saying, "Hey, God, how are you doing?" God's like, "Hey, how's it going, Satan?" And, and they, I mean, I, I, I'm being flippant, but that's kind of how the conversation plays out. And Satan's like, "Look, do I have your permission to go attack Job here?" And God's like, "Yeah, go ahead and do that." So he has permission now, and he puts boils all over Job's body, and he gets everybody against him, and he's killing people. So. He did kill Job's family, except the wife. So presumably, and it doesn't say for sure, but I would assume at least some or most of his children were followers of God, followers of of uh, uh, of the Creator God, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and so on. Whether where you place Job in the chronology, that's you know a thing. And I, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but the point being, there's an example of Satan literally killing. Let's call it believers. Um, so there are there's a the real physical consequences. That the devil has, and he has the authority given him, and we talked about authority last week, authority given him by God to do those things, and there, it is a spiritual battle. So that, that, that's not exactly the same thing as
0: literally controlling his every yeah, action. Those,
1: those are definitely just external, external
0: And the other things. thing is, um, right. Job wasn't indwelt by the Holy Spirit. I would say he was. Before Pentecost? Yes. Hmm, that might be a subject for a future Faith Debate show. <laughs> that
2: would be very interesting. <laughs> I, I, I would say that, um, yeah, that yeah, you're right. That's probably a subject for a different show. Um, I, and there's a lot of Old Testament versus New Testament stuff, and there's there's a the dispensational idea that the Holy Spirit came and left various people at different times in the Old Testament. And I would say that's maybe more of a stronger dwelling by the Holy Spirit of somebody who's already saved, if that's the case, um, that's how I would describe it. But, you're, yeah, you're right. That's probably a subject for a different show. Even in, in the um, New Testament, we have Paul talking about something that the devil has given him that's bothering him and is causing him lots of problems and lots of pain. We don't really know what that is. There's a lot of speculation. So the idea that nothing can affect me if I'm a, save, if I'm a saved person, I think, is very naive. Now, I don't think that's the case you're making either. Not at all. But I, I, I also no, not wonder not. how much when somebody says, oh, Satan made me do that, how much it was, this is my sin nature, going to do that. Like if, I, if, if, you're, if you're a wife beater and you lift your hand up to strike your wife and you're thinking twice about it because you're, you're saved now, you just got saved or whatever, and you're thinking, oh, actually I shouldn't be doing this, and then Satan whispers in your ear, yeah, go ahead and do it, she deserves it, Wh- whatever, then you follow through with that, then later you can tell your wife, oh, my uh, you know the devil made me do this,
1: but, he possessed but, me. But that's a different sort of idea than a lot of... Uh... You know, I think what Troy's talking about, which would be, you know, someone, uh, you know, doesn't even—they would say they don't even remember, mm-hmm. you know, beating their wife. They, they're they're completely taken over, and I, I don't I don't know if Scripture. Uh, I mean, we need to do like a, a word study of some kind, but in, you know, when I, in, in reading through the like the Gospels where there's a lot of. Jesus casting out demons, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at least in the, it, it, it depends on the version as to whether it says possessed or oppressed. <laughs> There's uh, but, but the idea always seems to be that, uh, that there is. You're talking
0: about the English translation.
1: Correct. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, so I'm, I'm just, you know, also trying to say, okay, how did, uh, you know, where did, where did the verbiage come from? You know, in the uh, the deliverance movement, um, you know, but, but because depending on how you define the term
2: "oppressed," I think that's certainly possible by, for a believer to be oppressed by demonic uh, entities. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, and and, and so is, that's why and that's what threw me when I first had to deal with this, and that that was the language I, I'm being oppressed yeah. by a, a, but, a demon. And but I was but in clarification scripture, it, and it, it, I was like, wait a minute, that's not oppression the way I understand oppression.
1: In scripture, I, it seems like uh, like one when the demons involved, the demon is actually Taking control, you know, which, you know, whether we're calling possession or oppression, you know, as long as we're we're referring to that idea of the demon having control of the person. Mm -hmm. Um, So that seems to happen. And also, I don't know in Scripture if we can, if there's any way to to really say whether the people that are being uh, controlled by those demons are, are in Christ or not it, it, seems, it seems to me that there's more evidence that they're not in Christ
0: you don't know the ones that Christ casts out right yeah I would think that definitively they're not
1: well sure even but, his but, 12
0: disciples fled at the yeah, end like maybe, maybe,
1: like maybe not in Christ they, I, you know, <laughs> but are they, are they believers in the one true God at that time right or are they looking for the coming of Messiah you know I don't know there's, there's no way to know if, if I those mean, people you were You have or that not.
2: whole seven sons of Skeva thing, and demon looks at them, and is like, hey, I know Jesus, and, and I know Paul, in Acts. I right? don't know who you, I don't know who you are, right? And so there, there is something. Um, that the, the 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 spiritual world can see that we we are in an actual spiritual battle. Yeah. I think
1: the the what, demons knew who Jesus the de- was.
2: Demons right? knew who Jesus was. That's why they got all scared <laughs> when he came. But yeah. Jesus even said, "This kind sometimes this kind cometh not out but by prayer and fasting." Right. So it's not even as right. simple as I command you in the name of Jesus to leave. That doesn't always "quote unquote" work. Right. You, there is more to it than that. There's there's a, a lot of actual warfare. You have to gird yourself for battle and 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 do that. I think the one the one thing that that movement, uh, if you want to call it movement, deliverance movement or whatever, the one thing that they seem to recognize, which a lot of Christians don't recognize, is that we are in a spiritual battle constantly, and there's, there are constantly things that we need to be
0: fighting, and, and, and it can be costly, it can be painful. Yeah, I don't literally. know if I want to give them too much credit, because a lot of them are charlatans, and you know what? Okay. Satan himself knows we're in a spiritual battle, so that doesn't impress sure. me that they would know that. Uh, and I don't mean to be flip about that, but seriously, yeah. So, and just to clarify, when I'm in counseling with somebody, they're going through you know, all sorts of difficulties in their life or whatever, I, I try to take big ideas and make them simple. And so if I'm oversimplifying, you know, give me a little bit of grace. But so sure. basically, if you've got sin in your life and challenges from that sin in your life, it's coming from three places, one of three places or a combination of the three. It's coming from the influence of the world. It's coming from your own sinful nature. You're still wrestling against your sinful nature in the, the flesh. flesh yeah. Or you're under spiritual attack if you're a believer. You know, you could be possibly be possessed if you're not a believer, I guess. But if I'm counseling a believer, mm-hmm. you know, you, the influence of the world has somehow got you askew. and We've got to get back into the truth of Scripture. What does the Bible say? Let's correct your thinking. Let's renew your mind, as it says in Romans uh, 12, sure. 2 I think. Uh, let's, let's get after the renewal of your mind and make sure you're lined up with Scripture. Then let's make sure that your sanctification progress process is progressing the way it should be, that you're that you're that I'm doing a good job as the pastor discipling you and that you've got good spiritual disciplines, that you're praying, that you're reading the word, that you're that you're sharing the gospel with others, you're doing the things that Christians are supposed to do, that will help to keep your flesh in alignment so that you're not gonna give in to some of those temptations so easily. Let's address that. And if those things seem like they're kind of mostly in pretty good shape, not if nobody's in perfect shape in any of those things, but if you're kind of mostly pretty good, you gotta ask the question, are you under a direct spiritual attack? Mm-hmm. What's going on here? And we need, we need, we need to pray differently or, or study the scriptures a little bit differently and equip ourselves a little bit differently if that's what's going on. So I'm all about that. One of the people I know that's I've had to deal with recently He's got a problem with alcohol, and he wants to blame it on demons. I'm feeling like that is more likely to be pressures from the world and fleshly desires if he's claimed to be a Christian. The devil's not, like, opening his gullet, lifting the the, the, the can of beer and shoving it down his throat for him. Like, he's making a choice. Now, he might have the the, the devil whispering in his ear and tempting right. him, right. absolutely, but that's, but the devil's not making him do it. He might be tricking him into it, deceiving him into doing it somehow, but he's not making him do it. But there's somebody else who was saying that, no, the devil, like a blackout situation, doesn't remember it happening, only knows what happened because others told them what happened, that, you know, they, like, left themselves, if you will, and a voice that wasn't theirs came out of their body, spoke for them, and that they were moving their arms and doing different gestures and things that was not them. And my response was, that's... A possession—that's not merely a spiritual attack or what I would think of as oppression. Now, like David's got a good point. I'd want to define these terms, but it's—it's it's the taking control part. That can i said that can't happen for a believer. So my first instinct was the people who told you this lied to you. They told you that's what happened. Like maybe you had a blackout episode, maybe an epileptic seizure. I don't know what the medical possibilities are, but maybe something medical happened and they counted you as a mark, and, and, they, and they deceived you, uh, you know, and it wasn't anything spiritual, and they're lying to you. That seems like it's within the realm of possibility. We've been lied to about everything our whole lives now the last couple of years. So that's certainly within the realm of possibility, particularly with charlatans who are taking their orders from Satan. You know what I mean? So there's that. But this person responded saying, no, 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 I wasn't possessed because they only took a part of uh, control of a part of my soul, to control over part of so this is apparently this is language that the deliverance ministry people use they talk about you're oppressed and it's not a full possession it's a partial possession if you will well,
1: i mean i think the overarching issue is that there's it's a lot of extra biblical you know ideas it's things that are coming from uh yeah from 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 other sources and i think when you and i talked we we talked about that as well that there's a lot of ideas of uh um there's a lot of similarities to what was it voodoo or yeah you know, it's
0: it's a lot of you know i have some uh, friends who are now christians yeah. but they grew up in africa and then they tell me stories about all the witch doctor voodoo black magic kind of stuff that takes place on the continent of africa yeah. uh at least in the countries where they were
1: from <sighs> and is, a
0: lot of this deliverance ministry which stuff is, smacks of that to me yeah
1: which i i mean you know and there's there's real demonic spiritual activity happening there in those places and in those situations. And, and, and
0: here, I think, far more than we really sure. realize. right And that was one of my concerns, because this person we're talking about, uh, in part, I'm talking about four different people at once, by the way, just for you sure, guys yeah. to know. So if it feels like this is kind of disconnected, I'm blending them into an amalgam uh, of... Uh, your, your
1: recent experiences. Of so my recent experiences. Yeah.
0: But the, uh, this one person was saying how, uh, well, I, I don't know how you know, it's not like I've opened myself up to the occult or something. Like, why would I be having this problem? And I said, if you've been hanging out with all these deliverance ministry type people and they're using all this voodoo, black magic stuff, unwittingly, I think you did open yourself to the occult.
2: And, and not just from that angle necessarily. There's a lot of things in our world that are really based on the occult. You know, I mean, you can go buy Ouija boards in like Target, you know, there's there's stuff that you can buy. How do you have. know? <laughs> I've seen them on the shelves at different stores. I don't remember how many did you buy. <laughs> well, I would I would not want something like that in my house, but because I right. no, absolutely because I because I know what it is and I and I, and I, I understand what it
0: can bring. And you know how crazy things... we sound to the secularists right now. You know how crazy we yeah. sound.
2: <laughs> You're but, afraid I mean, of a Ouija board. I'm. I, it, what about what about this? Here, here's one better. In Christmas time, do you have an elf on your shelf? I don't.
0: No, but. not you,
2: but people <laughs> listening, right? If, if you think about it, what is that? That's a, a god sitting on the shelf, telling you whether you're doing right or wrong, or watching to see whether you're doing right or wrong. That's inviting a demon into your house. That's literally what that is. That's what Alexa
0: is too, I think, right?
2: Yeah. Well, there's, there's, you know. <laughs> so, so it's important. Everything in your life, you want to make sure you know where it's coming from what the roots are and and if it's not of god then it shouldn't be in your life and we want to make sure we spend time in the things that do encourage and build up and edify spend more time in the word spend more time in prayer and yes commanding any evil spirits that happen to be around and in us to to leave immediately in the name of jesus the messiah and speak that in confidence because god is more powerful than any demon that doesn't mean everything's going to be an instant victory for the rest of your life. But you have to come from that place of faith and spend time in the Word, spend time in in, in prayer, and surround yourself with other like-minded believers that can battle with you. Um, and I think that's that's a better way to come at it than to just make the assumption. Oh well, I'm being oppressed, and you know, I, I, there's only so much you can do. Well, there there's there there are things you can do, and whether you decided to describe it as you know being oppressed being possessed you know whether you say you're saved or not it's not really as as big of an that's not the most important issue the most important issue is what are you what are you doing and what is your mindset, and what are you surrounding yourself
0: with? Are you spending time in the Word? Are you spending time reading Scripture? Yeah, it's a pretty important thing for the person who claims that they have something inside of them taking control. Well, that, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's not just esoteric at that point. It's a lived experience from their point of view anyway mm-hmm. that we have to deal with. We're, we're actually out of time on uh, today's episode, so we're going to wrap this up. I just want to say if if you are if you are sure you're a Christian, and you know what? Sometimes we've got to ask her, so we've got to ask that question. We've got to test uh, the, our faith first john uh, th- would tell us to do that so make sure that uh, you don't have a false profession of faith if you got somebody telling you as a believer that you got a demon inside of you making you say things and do things i'm telling you you have you don't know me personally maybe if you're listening to this trust me they're lying to you our authority is scripture as we talked about last week scripture it's not possible they're lying to you so just take that for what it's worth Uh, I'm Troy Skinner. David Forsey, Daniel Rasby also on the show. If you want to follow uh, along online with uh, what we're all about, you can connect with information about our various churches uh, through my church's website, householdoffaithinchrist.com, householdoffaithinchrist.com. Of course, you should go to wfmd.com as well and find the faith debate Debate page there too. Till next week, God bless.